Welcome to the Taking It Outside podcast from Spring Hill Outfitters, the show that connects you with the outdoors, with experts on guns, archery, cooking, outdoor gear, and more. Here's your host, Trent Lasseter. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Taking It Outside, inside Spring Hill Outfitters. We're glad you could join us for another great episode. Season 2, episode 26. Coming to you right here inside Spring Hill Outfitters in beautiful eastern North Carolina. Thanksgiving's behind us. December is here, and we're focused on Santa Claus now. Christmas time. Uh, as always, find this podcast on all major podcast platforms. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Uh, YouTube, taking it outside, searching for us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Of course, you can find <coughs> Spring Hill Outfitters. Facebook and Instagram, springhilloutfitters.com is a great website that I highly recommend going to. You can shop with us 24-7, find all the podcast episodes on there and all kinds of cool stuff on springhilloutfitters.com. We always thank Joe, Joe Gilly Productions. He is a big friend, good friend uh, of Spring Hill Outfitters. There's a lot for us behind the scenes, pretty much everything behind the scenes. All we do is just record. And that's it. He does everything else. And we always like to thank Joe. Of course, lights on Cinnamon Teal are up and going. I haven't been by yet. They run every night, though. If you're in the area, the greater micro area around Spring Hill Outfitters, look at them on Facebook. Lights on Cinnamon Teal. we got to go one night when the store closes and check out his lights. But uh, pretty cool light show. So thank you, Joe, for what you do. Of course, Miss Ashley's back again for another episode uh, so unfortunate. I'm going to stop even just mentioning her name because she's here all the time now. <laughs> Whenever I'm here, she's here. So uh, good to have her back. Had some good episodes, of course, last week was Thanksgiving. We had a special Thanksgiving edition of Taking It Outside and uh, talked about a lot about Black Friday, which we'll talk more about in just a second. But talked about Black Friday and Thanksgiving traditions growing up and favorite foods and least favorite foods and things to do on Thanksgiving. Before that, we talked about... Uh, we did one on waiters a few weeks ago about the top waiters. For, <coughs> excuse me. I've had a lot of people mention that. I think yeah. I think you guys liked it. Seemed it like it anyways. Yeah. So uh, if you have not listened, go back through the archives. If this is your first time listening to Taking It Outside, head back through and look at some of the last couple of seasons of episodes. Uh, before we get into this week's episode, which I'm really excited about talking about discussing some of the latest and best and greatest latest and greatest shotguns for a 2022 uh, waterfowl season we had a good thanksgiving last week last episode was on thanksgiving day and of course we recorded earlier in the week last week we had a good thanksgiving uh, I did. I guess you did. I don't know if I asked you I that. Did. Did you have a good Thanksgiving last week? <laughs> I had a good Thanksgiving last week. I don't know if she did or not. But, uh, so, had a good Thanksgiving. Of course, that's always a big day uh, for me, getting ready for a big Black Friday sale, which is our biggest sale of the year at Spring Hill Outfitters and the biggest day of the year, and it proved to be that way. I think it was uh, – this is our – 20th year, almost 20th year of business, and we've been doing some sort of Black Friday event every year. The big Midnight Madness sale started when we opened the store in 2011, but I think this past Friday ranked third as far as overall to what we consider the success of the day. Uh, third best Black Friday we ever had. 
right behind last year just by a few people and a few dollars, but it was close. Uh, so I had a really good Black Friday sale, of course, opened at midnight, and we had an insanely amount of people when we opened the it door. It was a lot. Every year. I have this uh, fear, I guess, and Wednesday night of last week, I had this this dream, this artist laid in bed. It wasn't even a dream. It was just on my mind of nobody's going to come at midnight, and we're going to open, and we're going to have all the employees here, and we're going to have a DJ, we're going to have Joel set up <coughs> in the parking lot. And nobody's going to come, and we're going to open the door at midnight, and there's going to be like three folks that are walking in. They won't use the bathroom and ask for directions or something. That's <laughs> going to be it. That was it. But uh, that was my fear again this year. And I would say around this, between 7 and 8 o'clock, I was here and uh, getting ready, and somebody came and parked in the parking lot. I said, okay, well, at least one person's here. I'm going to change into a kid's diaper. I don't know. Long story short, uh, by the time the parking lot party started at 10 p.m., we had – crew of folks in line and then i think we counted when the door opened at midnight 300 plus close to 350 in line so thank y'all if you came and waited in line or came to shop with us at all at midnight you get an extra pat on the back because it takes a true spring hill supporter to do that or a crazy spring hill supporter i don't know i think but they're all crazy. Like, uh, if you're our friends, you're probably crazy. Yeah, so. if you shot with us, you're probably, you don't want to say you're crazy if you shot with us. But we had a good time. So thanks, everybody, who came out. Midnight, we closed. We got home about 3 o'clock. And uh, you good over there? I, I was Having struggling. With that I need some stadium. wireless. Some Beats by Dre. Wireless model. <laughs> we'll see if we can work on that at Christmas time. Can you even do wireless, mic? I feel like I you mean, probably could. It's 2022. We'll work on that. Joe, make a note. Uh, wireless. Wireless headphones uh anyway black friday is done and uh also that happened on black friday you know we always like to talk about sports a little bit so we mentioned this uh if you're a sports fan in this area obviously nc state and unc played football and i have uh friends that are unc fans so i'm not gonna talk bad about unc at all but Congratulations to NC State for beating UNC. There was a couple of upsets this weekend. Yeah. It was really a good day. It's a, I'm a State fan. I don't mind admitting that. It's, you know, I would deal with defeat a lot and sadness and uh, whatever you want to call it. Depression, I guess. Anyway, but uh, State beat Butler really good in basketball Friday night, and then Carolina got beat in basketball that night. And then yeah, State beat Carolina, Carolina doesn't football. need to take things. Carolina had break. a rough It had a rough week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some big basketball games. So uh, They got beat by Alabama. What the heck? Yeah. They even play basketball in Alabama? I guess so. They do now. Uh, hunt season, of course. Deer season's in full swing. It's been warm again this week. I swear, we, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about how nice it was, and it was cool, and we went duck hunting, and it felt like duck hunting weather, and here we are again this week. 60 plus. 70 degrees again. What the heck? It feels good in the morning, but by the middle of the day, it's 70 degrees. Now, I think the next couple of days, by the time this podcast probably comes out over the weekend, this weekend, it's going to be getting cool again. And I saw something. I'm a nerd when it comes to weather, if y'all didn't know that. Meteorologist. It's my part-time job, but I follow some of these guys that are like independent meteorologists. And What's December, the website? December, um, uh, spaghetti models. Spaghetti noodles. <laughs> spaghetti noodles. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like middle of December. December 14th through the 17th, which just happens to fall on 
the opening weekend of duck season. So we're in the split right now, right? So we're kind of in a two-week state, three-week state of depression uh, if you're an avid duck hunter in eastern North Carolina. But December 17th is when it comes back in, and some guys I follow are saying keep an eye on that weekend for some potential winter weather maybe, at least cold weather, maybe even some participation. Precipitation. Participation. Participation. I'll be participating in some duck hunting that weekend. And the precipitation will shut up, whatever. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, weather sucks, but – It'll cool off here soon, maybe. Hey, speaking of grammar, real quick, we're going to... Speaking of what? Grammar. We're gonna, we got to throw this in here. Let's see it. Uh, do you... Not middle school, not high school, but the kids. Elementary school? So, how do you say it? Elementary? Elementary school. Not elementary? Nobody says elementary school. There's people who say elementary. Okay. Well, and they call me crazy for saying elementary. No, elementary is how it's supposed to be said. Elementary. Thank We're going to start having a portion of every week's episode on how do you pronounce these words. I have a list of words, and we'll go through it and ask how you spell them. You know, I thought about that a couple weeks ago, and I was like, some common mispronounced words, looked it up on Google, and I went, I started going down, and I was like, I don't know how to pronounce any of these words, nor do I know what they mean. So we're just going to skip that. We could probably do like a spelling bee back and forth, like a taking an outside spelling bee, and I can have three words. Oh, yeah. And then you have three words, and then we'll have to ask each other how to spell the words and see if you can get them right. Okay. Just don't put restaurant on mine because I can't spell restaurant. It's a tough one. Ooh. <coughs> Rest. Anyway. I may be able to uh, It's tough. Spell check. But I, I t- you know, you have words. I know everybody's this way. But you have words like when you type them or text somebody on your phone or write an email, and you type the word, and you're like, ah, I'm not just quite sure how to spell this, but I'm going to get close, and spell check will do the rest. When I type restaurant, my phone is like, dude. Yeah, how many words do what? you continue to spell wrong? What and- is this? What, what are you even trying? Like, seriously, I can't. I fight. The other night, I was, I was trying to type restaurant. I got so mad, I ended up finding a synonym, like place to eat or something. I forgot what I was trying to type restaurant. Couldn't do it. Anyway, we're Why done talking about that. Why didn't you just speak that. the little speak to text? I talk like a redneck. I don't know what I'm saying either. I can't type words. Siri's gotten better. She's got a southern accent southern now. Southern twang to her. Uh, duck split. We mentioned duck split. So we're in that little off time right now and uh, waiting for the 17th. So uh, deer hunting. Had a few nice deer killed. I know uh, we posted a picture, but little little man, future SO pro staffer Chase Marks killed a, killed a doe. Not far from here this past weekend, so congrats to Chase. I know Chase is listening, probably at school right now on his AirPods. But, um, so yeah, uh, we're here today to not talk about football and how to spell certain words, but we're here to talk about the top shotguns for the season. So the waiter, she said the waiter episode was a big hit, and uh, last year we did a couple of episodes on sometimes things to us are just part of our everyday life and you know repetitive and we know it and we work around it every day so we take it for granted but sometimes people out there that are listening don't have this knowledge on certain things and don't know about certain products and brands and uh, we can share what little bit of knowledge we do have with y'all uh, I did that with the waiters <coughs> and uh, that was a very well perceived, well received episode. We did last year. We did some duck hunting 101, deer hunting for dummies, and that kind of stuff. Talking about some basic stuff to us that we deal with every day, but uh, you guys may not know. So, shotguns, top shotguns for the season, and we're not going to go over every brand that we carry and every model that we carry. And this is not necessarily a sales pitch, but I promise you all of these guns that we're going to mention are for sale at SpringHillOutfitters.com if you would like to buy one <laughs> after you hear this episode. But uh, 
So before we get in, what kind of shot? What's your go-to duck hunting shotgun? Beretta. You just got it. A four hundred. Yep. Beretta A four hundred left hand camo, right bottom land. Bottom land. Yep. Um, there's a pile of good shotguns out there, and uh, you know we sell quite a few guns. Duck hunting, as far as shotguns are concerned, of course, most of the ones we sell are people are using for wing shooting, so they're using them for duck hunting and or dove hunting. Uh, some guys and ladies. You know, we sell like skeet, trap, sporting clays type guns and things like that. But the main focus of what we're going to discuss today and what we sell the most of are more designed for duck hunting and waterfowl hunting. A, good, a lot of great brands out there. Nothing we sell is cheap. Uh, I hate when somebody says, what's the cheapest gun you have? Because we don't, you don't want to buy a cheap gun because cheap guns don't work. You can buy a less expensive gun or a more cost-effective gun. And we do have some options that are a little more cost-effective. But you don't want to buy cheap shotguns, just like you don't want to buy cheap sushi. Ugh. Get sick. Ugh. No cheap sushi, cheap seafood, or cheap shotguns. So uh, we do have a good, better, we always explain, we, I think we said this with the waiters too, a good, better, best option in waiters. And shotguns are kind of that way. You know, you can get into a gun without spending a pile of money if you're just getting into it we got some options for that if it's uh you have a young person in your family maybe a kid that wants to get a new shotgun for christmas you want them to go hunting with you you want to see if they're going to like it maybe the kids uh are younger 11 12 13 a lot of a lot of young men seem to hit that i think i hit my gross birth mama daddy fuss so much when i was around the 12 to 13 time frame of my life because they were buying a new pair of shoes like every month for me because my feet kept growing I got that's when I hit my my big growth spurt but anyway so sometimes you don't want to spend a lot of money on a gun and they use it for a year and then their arms get longer and they got to buy another gun so we have options uh what we would consider like an entry-level type shotgun still going to work good still going to go bang when you pull the trigger uh but you're not going to spend a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars and then we have some middle-to-range, middle-to-road guns, and then we have what we consider our top-of-the-line, higher-end guns that have some of the nicer features on them that are going to be a little more expensive. So, uh, Let's see. I had some notes here. I don't know where we're going to start. Uh, we'll start here. 12, so 12-gauge. 12 it's kind of a couple. So we've been doing this now. Spring Hill Outfitters has for almost 20 years, and it's funny how things change. Uh 12 versus 28 we'll start with that so used to like three and a half inch when three and a half inch came out like if you're going duck hunting you had to have a three and a half inch shotgun you had to shoot three and a half inch shells that's what everybody was shooting buying three and a half inch guns well that was you know good great fine whatever my sales pitch always was you always buy a three and a half inch gun but you don't have to shoot three and a half inch shells if you want to go hunting in high county or going uh turkey hunting or whatever you can shoot three inch shells um and i'm i I don't think i have add but sometimes i get distracted i forgot to mention our awesome christmas decorations i just the santa claus hat on the deer just caught my eye as soon as i was halfway through saying that don't you like our christmas decor this actually was very excited they are so cute to put all hats on these and we may have a few more additions next week we hadn't didn't have time to do it today but we got red and green lights and santa claus hats sorry uh merry christmas uh <laughs> but so three and a half inch was the thing and then people were like this kicks a lot and i don't want to shoot this all the time so i'm gonna maybe still buy a three and a half inch gun but i'm gonna shoot 
three inch shells unless i'm going on a really like a nice swan hunt or something like a, you know so people kind of started going getting away from three and a half maybe as much obviously people still shot it but that wasn't like the top thing and then now the last well it really started for turkey hunting but now you're starting to see it transition into waterfowl and duck hunting but now a lot of grown folks are going to even a 20 gauge and we're selling more and more 20 gauge shotguns as far as duck hunting is concerned uh for guys grown folks are shooting 20 gauge and that's because the evolution of shells and the density of the loads and a lot more user-friendly loads that you have just to get a chance on killing an animal with a 20 gauge less recoil yada 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 and then even the turkey hunting which isn't about this is not about turkey hunting but you even i'll see a lot more people that are there was a ton of people this past year that wanted 20 gauge and 410 20 shells. gauge and even 410 a lot of grown folks are shooting the stevens 301 when you can find 410 TSS and shoot turkeys at 40 yards and 50 mm-hmm. yards. So you're starting to see that transition uh, to some of those guns, even for waterfowl. So that transition kind of has evolved, still sell a lot of three to half inch guns and more 20 gauge guns. Uh, the other evolution I always think is funny is I was telling somebody this past week is the evolution of the finish, like shotgun finish as far as like the color of the shotgun so uh, i remember when the old store when we uh started the the first spring hill outfitters which was almost 20 years ago wood guns were like the thing still and you saw a few synthetic guns he's telling his age I'm, i am getting old <laughs> i swear I am. <laughs> back in my day we shot wood gun no, but, uh so wood guns were still kind of a thing synthetic just was kind of coming out and then you're starting to see that transition from synthetic to a camouflage finish you know it kind of went from wood to synthetic to camo and then even so getting farther than that when it comes to camo you know your uh, mossy oak and real tree patterns were always kind of like i'm sure uh, max three i guess or max two max three or max three max four max three there was a max so max three anyway real tree and mossy oak patterns were kind of like you know and uh, duck blind, mossy oak, duck blind, mossy oak, shadow grass, shadow grass blades, habitat, the evolution of the. Anyway, but then it kind of got away from, you know, the last two or three or four years, maybe people went more towards the optophage pattern. So, okay, well, real tree and mossy oak, we still sell a lot of those, but we kind of like this optophage timber or optophage marsh. You started to see more of those guns be sold. And then the last year, maybe two years, you're starting to see like uh, the V-Tan browning, which is like an old school camo pattern, right? Vintage tan is what V-Tan stands for. But seeing more of those guns, people were looking to V-Tan. And, uh, and now even since then, the Cerakote, which we'll talk more about Cerakote guns in a little bit. But um, you see more people do Cerakote. Cerakote, of course, is going to be a very durable, probably about the most durable finish there is on a, on a shotgun as far as holding up to the conditions it costs quite a bit of money to get a gun air coated but we'll talk more about that in a little bit anyway the evolution is kind of it's kind of evolved and it's funny to see that from year to year how trends change and uh 12 to 20 and shell length and gun colors and all that stuff the problem is is these manufacturers are so far behind they can't keep up with how quick everybody's changing their mind yeah on colors yeah it's, uh, and the way we buy, you know, a lot of stuff is uh, we 
are buying stuff now for like next year, right? So you kind of can halfway see the trends on what's popular now for next year. For example, earlier this week, I was at a Columbia line review for fall ordering fall 23 Columbia stuff and, and, uh, shirt jackets, uh, or I guess becoming a thing. We had this little inside joke here at the store. It really started December of last year, I guess. Bandit had some in their fall line for this year. <coughs> so we ordered them last December, and they came in this year. And it's a, a shacket, I guess is the shacket. the term. Uh, I always thought it was kind of a female thing. And uh, even that, we didn't really have much demand for a shacket around here for a guy or a girl. But... Um, Anyway, shackets now are becoming more of a thing. And I asked when we got started earlier with our Columbia sales rep, I said, look, have you seen this trend with shackets? I've seen some other companies that are coming out with more and more shacket options. Have you seen that? He's like, oh, we have like 20 new shackets for next year. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, here we go. So anyway, Columbia has a lot of shackets. So, He's uh, a shacket hater. If you can't tell, I get hot. I'm hot right now wearing a short sleeve shirt and a vest, and the air conditioner's on 70 up here. So I just, that's too heavy. Anyway, the point of that was how trends happen, and we had to order like a year in advance. So going back to shotguns, you know, we're ordering shotguns now. We probably won't get for six months or eight months or a year. So, but trends change, they evolve. Uh, top shotguns for 2022. That's the point of what we're talking about here. We haven't quite got to the brands and models yet, but uh, we've got several. I consider every top manufacturer of shotguns that are in the United States we have here inside Spring Hill Outfitters. I don't know of any brands that we don't carry that somebody I know hunts with. Like, I mean, I even, I don't know, everything I think. So no matter what you're looking for, we can help you out here inside Spring Hill Outfitters. We're going to kind of start with uh, kind of go through some brands, Hit some of the high spots on different models, colors, pros, cons, things we like, don't like, whatever it may be. Uh, <clears throat> and the good thing is that all of these guns are a little bit different, right? So if you go to, uh, I don't even know who sells ice cream around here, by the scoop. Ronnie's Country Store at 701. Yeah? Mm. Ronnie's Country Store. Uh, you go to Ronnie's. And get some Hershey's ice cream. You know, he's going to have like 15 flavors Moose in there. tracks. Okay. You see which one she would choose? <laughs> I didn't ask, but okay. <laughs> Moose tracks. <laughs> <laughs> like, anyway, so uh, you don't have to like all the different flavors of ice cream. Just like shotguns, we highly recommend. We're going to talk about them today. Things we like, don't like. Good, bad, ugly, best, whatever. And uh, But it's always good to come put your hands on these guns. You may not like one that I like. My dad shoots a Beretta. I like a Beretta. Some other ones may feel better to me in my hands than a Beretta does. He loves his. Would just, you know, kill for his Beretta. But uh, So anyway, there's different options, and the good thing is we have different options here, kind of starting with probably the number one brand that we sell currently for duck hunting shotguns and have for several, several, several years, uh, which is Benelli. I feel like we're releasing, like, the top five – Baby names for the year. Like, this is like a top 10 list. Like, <laughs> the suspense is killing everybody on that listening right now. But Benelli, as a brand across the board, we sell more than any other brand currently and have for a while. Obviously, under the Benelli USA family, there's another couple of other brands that we sell. We'll talk to, talk about in a little bit. But Benelli as a whole, number one, uh, inertia guns, uh, 
so there's inertia and there's gas, and we're not going to get into a lot about the difference in inertia and gas, but sometimes uh, inertia guns can be a little bit lighter than a gas gun, So, uh, which is a good thing. But then also, with that being said, sometimes the lighter the gun is means what? Kicks. The more recoil it is. So uh, Benelli has uh, started the Comfort Tech stock, you know, the little lines you see in a Benelli the comfort tech stock to try to help dampen that recoil. So I always tell people when it first came out and they're like, we heard this cuts recoil by 48%. Yes. And no, uh, it dampens the recoil. If you shoot a three and a half inch shell in a gun, the recoil is going to be the same when the gun is shot, but they try to absorb and make that recoil be less felt recoil as they can when it hits your shoulder. So, uh, Benelli, a nursery gun, comfort tech stock, uh, to me, probably, I, I don't. I won't say I'm poor. I, I, I have a handful, probably more than I need, of guns that I hunt with. I usually my tried and true is usually going back to my Benelli SB3. I think that's probably my my go-to. Love all the rest of them, but anyway. Uh, and to speak on that, when we went to Argentina uh, a few weeks ago, um, uh they have a lot of Benelli's and Berettas, and and uh, that's pretty much the main two brands they have. But we, the guy talked about it. He's like, I mean, we've tried other brands here, but this really speaks volumes on the brand because they shoot a crap load of shells every day, thousands and thousands of shells. And they uh, most of their guns are Benelli's. So that kind of stands true to uh, the quality of the product. The customer service is great. We have a great sales rep. He's been on a couple of episodes, I think. With us here on Taking the Outside, Mr. Chris Otway. Really good customer service from him. If we ever have to send a gun back for any reason or have any issues with any guns, very great, good, good, good customer service. Which Benelli did you shoot in Argentina? I had a uh, Montefeltro, Benelli Montefeltro. So, mm-hmm. um, and they, like I said, they go through a pile of shells and they every part on there is interchangeable. So they'll have, you know, and things break. I mean, I'm not saying that the gun's going to shoot like an army tank. I mean, they, they, they go through firing pins and they go through uh different parts of the gun but the good thing about it they have a bunch of parts there if something were to wear out or not work right they just pop it out put a new one in strat or messed up switch it out no problem uh so yeah benelli obviously they're kind of their flagship gun is the uh, super black eagle three we've seen that evolve i guess the evolution of that would have been like the m1 super 90 the sbe the sbe2 the SB3 is where we're at now. So three-and-a-half-inch gun or three-inch gun. They make a three-inch model now, which can be confusing. And we do sell some of those, and we have them in stock. Mm-hmm. But um, the vast majority of our sales are in the three-and-a-half-inch model. Uh, so they make that's kind of their top SB3. Three-and-a-half-inch camo is going to run you like an 18 to $1,900 ballpark. Uh, black synthetic is about $100 cheaper. Camo patterns, they do Optifade Timber, Optifade Marsh, Max 5, which will probably be switching to Max 7, I would think, here in the very near future. Mm-hmm. And then Mossy Oak Bottomland. And then they have some other configurations that they make special runs with different Cerakote, whatever. So, uh, Also do a left-hand model in black 28 and, and Max, Max 5 28. Excuse me. And then they also do a 20-gauge, which going back to what I said a while ago, the 20-gauge is SB3 20-gauge and a 28-gauge. I forgot they came out with it last year. 
all kinds of guns. So the SB3 family is a very large family, the most popular probably family of guns that we sell. 20, 28, 12, 3, three and a half, left hand, right hand, camo black. 26, 28-inch. Um, yeah. They, I have to say, we've always done well with shorter barrel guns. Pretty much everything they make now is going to be 26. Most of the waterfowl mined stuff is 28 only. They used to offer a lot of their models in 24s. We even have a couple of M2s here in 21-inch, which is a cool little gun. I don't care. If you can hit a duck, you can hit a duck. It doesn't matter what barrel length is. Put your choke in there. And the 21-inch barrel is just a fun, shooting little gun. So we have a black m2 21 inch uh the m2 is another option they used to have that was kind of their flagship three inch gun and now since the sb3 comes in a three inch model we don't sell quite as many m2s still a good option i think you may see some changes to that gun uh, historically when they replace it with something else it's not long after that they phase out the older model and and maybe change it up a little bit i don't know what they're going to do or that's just a speculation i don't know anything from anybody but m2 is still around m2 12 gauge and 20 gauge most of your market goes towards the sb3 though uh pump guns they have a supernova and the regular nova uh common miss conception misperception misconception uh, is that the supernova is three and a half and the nova is three but that's fake news both of them shoot three and a half inch shells and the difference is the supernova has the comfort tech little ribs in a stock to help dampen the recoil as well as a little bit larger trigger guard so if you're hunting with glove fingers that's nice uh, we're on minute number 30, and we're on one brand out of like 10, so we're going to speed up a little bit. <coughs> uh, next up, brand-wise, is Browning. And Ashley's going to tell you all about Browning. Go ahead. I was going to cover Beretta, but... Uh, okay, here we go. Like go ahead. <laughs> oh, you were being for real. Okay, got it. So... <laughs> we'll talk about it together. So, uh, Browning, the, the flagship probably... A5. Here again, we're talking about waterfowl duck hunting. This is what this, the purpose of this podcast is. A5 Humpback is back. It's been back now for several years. Old grandpa's A5. Everybody loved. Did away with it. Came back. It's been six, seven, eight years ago. Now they brought the A5 back. Uh, since then, they've evolved and done several other. The A5 family has grown and needs to grow a little bit more. And our fingers are crossed that it's SHOT Show next month. Crazy. SHOT Show's next month. It's December now. Is Maybe, hopefully, they do an A520 gauge. We've been holding out for like 10 years. I feel like when they came out with the V10 is when it just went crazy. Yeah. So A5 is a uh, kinematic drive inertia type system, not a gas gun, inertia type operating system. The humpback, if uh, <coughs> I think the humpback, you like it or you love it, right? Or you know, you hate it or you love it. That's what I was trying to say. Like it or you love it. Like it, it or love it. Want some more of it. <laughs> It's a country song. Uh, but some guys, some people, girls too, no offense, will shoulder the gun and just can't stand. They can't get on the, the rib. The hump just throws them off. More than that, people love it. And I like I've got an A5. It's odd to me. you got to get used to it. But I, I enjoy my A5. It's a good shooting gun. 
uh, make it in several configurations. Of course, the A5 12 gauge. They make the introduced the A5 Sweet 16 at Shot Show of earlier this year. Uh, ship some of those guns and camos. Still waiting on the Wicked Wing. A lot of y'all are waiting on them. I know. Had not seen one of those yet since Shot Show, but they're coming. 16 gauge, 12 gauge, I make a three inch, make a three and a half inch, I make a camo, I make a black, I make several different camo patterns, I make a wicked wing, I make a wicked wing tungsten, I make a wicked wing bronze, they make a lot. <laughs> wood, you can do a wood gun, you can do a wood sweet 16 or a wood uh, 12 gauge. A lot of options in the A5, uh, probably brand wise, model wise, right behind. The Benelli, I would think, in this market right the last year or two, maybe. I, I should have probably pulled some numbers instead of just guessing on all these things. But sell a lot of A5s. Uh, it's a good gun. Reminds you of Grandpa's old gun. And also the Maxis. They redid the Maxis here a couple of years ago. Now the Maxis two is another solid option for Browning if you want a gas gun and not an inertia gun. Get a gas Maxis two. Same thing, the same configurations they make. Excuse me. In the A5, they do in the Maxis 2 as far as camo, black, three, three and a half, Wick and Wing models as well. Wick and Wing's probably, if you're not familiar with what the Wick and Wing is, sell more of those than we do just regular camo. Usually has about 200 bucks and has the Cerakote receiver, Cerakote barrel, and then it's got extended choke tubes that come with it. And an oversized bolt handle and an oversized release. It is a pretty gun, though. Yeah. So uh, Maxis Two is another good option, and then uh, both of those guns, the the A Five is going to be in that same Benelli SB Three price range. I mean, and they, if you haven't priced one in the last six months and come and look at them, don't get mad at us. The price has gone up, but I mean, you're going to be spending seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. In that ballpark, especially if you do the Wicked Wing edition model. Maxis is right there behind it. The third option in a semi-auto from Browning will be a Browning Silver, which gets it down a little bit closer to a 1,000, but not quite there. Uh, very similar to a Winchester SX-4. We'll talk more about in just a second, too. But a Silver is a good option. Nice-looking gun, gas operating system. Uh, a little bit more cost-effective if you want to get a Browning semi-auto without spending 18. Silver is a good option, too. Uh, she mentioned the V10. That's probably the most popular color we sell in any of those, the A5, mm-hmm. the Silver, or the Maxis 2. Well, it's just like for Benelli, they sell Optifade because, well, until Beretta started doing it, they were the only ones that did guns in Optifade. Browning's the only one that does guns in the vintage tan right now. Yeah. So. That's, and that's kind of their that's their color. Mm-hmm. So, uh you may see another company come out with something similar, but as far as that actual V tan color, that is Browning's yep. camo pattern. I doubt they let anybody else do it. Probably not. But uh, Synergy, while we're on duck hunting shotguns, one of my favorite guns to hunt with is uh, my Browning Synergy. <clears throat> Over and under, they have three and a half inch camo synergies which are really, really, really fun to duck hunt with. If you go duck hunting somewhere with a lot of birds and you want to add a little bit of extra... Uh, Spice. 
<laughs> I'm not going to say spice, but uh, it reminded me of the TikTok <laughs> uh, level of. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but not spice. Anyway, uh, it's fun to have two shells versus three shells. Shoot three and a half inch, really fun gun. Short, uh, twenty eight inch synergy compared to a twenty eight inch A five is is I mean quite a bit shorter. Uh, because obviously your action and everything and that whole part of the gun, the barrel length's the same, but the whole everything else is shorter. So fun gun to hunt with if you've never done that. Highly suggest the Brown and Synergy. Here again, they make this gun in uh, camo, including VTAN. They make it in a Wicked Wing. Wicked Wing Bottom Land, I think, is the one I have in my closet right now. Wicked Wing Bottom Land 26. A 26-inch barrel on that gun is, like, really short. Fun. Fun gun to hunt with. Brown and Synergy. Highly recommend I think that's it with Brandon. You want to do Beretta? Yeah. You good? Yeah. I'd, Get the pen fixed there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Beretta. Right. I would say, correct me if I'm wrong. This is not my words. This is other people's words. But Beretta's like your grandpa of a gun. Like your mat, like mm. your papa bear gun. Yes. In what regards? Explain that a little bit. Further. I don't know. It's other people's words, not mine. What does that mean, though? I don't know. It's just is. Uh, Anyways, it's, uh, Beretta is a brand. <clears throat> we sold Beretta for a long time, and and uh, it's going back to Papa Bear. You know, Mike said, "Well, I got Bear. my dad, who I call Papa Bear. Uh, he loves his Beretta A400 Extreme Plus, which is kind of their flagship gun. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a gas gun. Uh, I have one, and uh, I have hunted with it before, and I it's a, it's a good shooting gun. I just I, I don't it's the way it feels just the feel of the gun. So everybody doesn't. Well, some people don't like how it feels heavier than uh, Benelli, but we weighed them, and there's only like a couple ounce difference, two yeah. ounce max difference. But it's just all where the weight distribution is, is because it's gas too. Um, so it does feel a little bit bulkier yeah. but it doesn't kick as bad why do you so. like your bread so much you want to do bread you gotta say more than that i'm getting there <coughs> All right, calm fine. down don't rush me Go ahead. um well it doesn't kick as bad for one two uh i got a left-handed model and beretta does everything on the left side whereas benelli does not Benelli's left-handed model still has the slammer button on the right side, whereas Beretta, re- yes, it. Check me on it. Fact check. Go ahead. Google it. I'm gurgling it. Yes. Um, so, I mean, I did shoot both, and I just ended up liking the Beretta more um, than I did the Benelli. And now that I've gotten it, I really like it a lot more. Um, me and my friend shot skeet and she has a left-handed benelli and i shot them both and i was like dang i don't know how you shoot this thing it feels not not good um are you checking me it's on the left fact check no it's not you're a lie it's on the left side lie Lie. anyways um huh i learned something on this podcast look at you no, I, I mean it's I, it's a heavier gun, it less is. recoil, a little bit. So get, going back to what we said about gas versus inertia, so gas gun a little bit heavier, less felt recoil. Uh, 
nothing in the world wrong with a gun. It's price wise about the same as the it is Benelli the and same. Browning. You're in that eighteen hundred dollar range for a camo. It's like eighteen forty nine, eighteen ninety nine. The A four hundred Extreme Plus is the model that we're referring to. We've been talking about Beretta A four hundred Extreme Plus, left to our right hand. Only a three and a half inch model in the A four hundred Extreme Plus. Beretta offers other models in that A four hundred, A three hundred, Ultima. Uh, line, but as far as and so our essence of time in our conversation, we we're discussing the A400 Extreme Plus, three and a half inch camo. They do Optifade Timber and Marsh. They do DRT camo. We have some of those. They do Black uh, Bottomland. They do Bottomland bottom and land. Max Five. And mm-hmm. I think I mentioned Max Seven a while ago. You're going to start to see probably I would think by 2023, a lot of these guns transitioning from Max Five to Max Seven. Clothing is starting to do it. Uh, moving forward into 2023, a lot of clothing is starting to. Uh, closing out Max 5, making it in Max 7, but your guns are probably going to follow suit. Uh, they do have a little kickoff, whatever you call it, pad on mm-hmm. the back, or or not. Um, and the kickoff, is it really is like if you put it on the table and you can like... It's like... It absorb it. Yeah, the recoil, when you shoot a shotgun shell, the recoil is going to the same energy is coming back off the gun, but they do all they can. So I think it's like a follow over on me. If your main concern is recoil, Beretta every time. Yeah. If your main concern is how light it feels in the swing, probably a Benelli. Well, and going back to uh, – I swear this thing's about to fall on top of me here. I hope it does. Going back to – I would uh, love that. To recoil. <laughs> <laughs> this thing was constructed by me, so it's easy on the table. Um, you know, so recoil, she said if recoil is an issue, Beretta is a good choice, and it is – also, going back to the other couple of guns we talked about, you can buy other three and a half inch guns and shoot a lower power mm-hmm. shell if you wanted to, and not shoot three and a half. Shooting three and a half inch shells, comparing apples to apples, Beretta's probably going to be a little bit less felt recoil than the other one, just because of the construction of the gun and the operating system. Uh, the three Bs that wraps up the three Bs: Benelli, Beretta, and Browning. We always refer to the three Bs as kind of the top of the line. <clears throat> flagship most people that are coming in looking a uh, nice high-end top-of-the-line duck hunting shotgun your three b's benelli beretta and browning that covers them we're going to talk about we're going to breeze through a few more brands here uh, because we're breezing through them doesn't mean that they're no uh not any better than the other ones but it's really because we've been talking for 40 minutes already uh retay we'll go to retay next retay is a somewhat newer brand it's been around in the United States now, I don't even know, five years maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a couple of models in the semi-auto, the Massimar and the Gordion are the main two we'll discuss. Uh, it's an Inertia Plus operating system. Very similar in operation to the Benelli, um, but... Uh, a little bit different. Inertia Plus, <laughs> put it that way. Um, but uh, the store's calling. That's so I'm trying to look at the store's calling. I need something or not. Um, Retay, Massimar, Gordion, Camo, Black, good guns. Price-wise, they're going to be uh, a little bit less, probably less money than the other three we just mentioned earlier. But um, good options, Inertia guns. They make a three-inch model, three-and-a-half-inch model. Check out a Retay. They're um, come a long ways uh from when they first came out they have kind of gotten their share of the market 
value. We did actually did an episode, if you want to learn more about the retails, Kyle Bond is our rep. And every brand we mentioned so far, I mentioned Chris Otway's name, but with uh, Browning, Mr. Drew Britt, who's done an episode before, and then Beretta is Mr. Gabe. Gabe has done – Gabe's done an episode or not? I don't think he Beretta. has. But uh, Benelli and Browning and Rite, uh super good – uh, reps have been reps for a long time for these companies and most of them have done episodes past so if you want to learn more about any of these guns more than what we're talking about check back out some of those earlier episodes i guess we didn't say where these guns were made that matters yeah they're made in the factory um not most obviously are italian guns italy uh, italian across the big ocean yeah japan italy not micro winchester uh, falls under the Browning category. SX4 is the one we'll talk most about to make it SX4, which is their uh, kind of Winchester's flagship duck hunting gun, semi-auto, 12-gauge, 20-gauge, 3.5-inch model, 3-inch model, and a 12-gauge camo black and what they call a hybrid hunter uh, in the SX4 as well as the SXP. And we have actually a pretty good supply of SXPs right now if you want a good pump gun. The Super X pump. But Winchester's a good gun. You're going to get in those guns right at 1,000, maybe even a hair under 1,000. So as we're going through these brands, we're kind of working backwards in price. So now we're getting close to that $1,000 mark, maybe a hair below $1,000. Um, sorry. Stand by. Uh, Okay, don't do that. You're going to scare everybody away. So, um, Winchester SX4 is a great option. Below that, next step down price-wise probably is going to be a Franke gun. We're going back to the Benelli USA family, the Franke Affinity. Uh, Affinity 3.5 and, and the Affinity 3 are the two models there. You're getting under 1000 the, they make an elite series with a Cerakote that gets closer up to closer to a thousand. But they make uh, Franke Affinity Three is obviously a three inch model, three and a half, three and a half inch model. Franke, they're pretty light, lightweight gun. They make a twenty gauge. They make mm-hmm. a twenty gauge compact, which is one of the more popular uh, guns for the. This thing scare me over here. Anyway, um, compact twenty gauge, twelve. Three, three and a half camos, elites. Uh, Frank is a good gun under a thousand bucks. Staying in the Benelli USA family, the Stoger. Stoger is a brand we sell a lot of. Stoger uh, M3000, which is a three inch gun, and the M3500, which is a three and a half inch gun. Here again, inertia driven. Um, they make some waterfowl addition, like with Cerakote. Here again, Cerakote is kind of a thing the last couple of years. Cerakote receivers and barrels. Stogers? <clears throat> Don't knock a Stoger. They're tough. I had a Stoger, and I don't know if that thing is ever not shot for me. Um, one per I know I have I know somebody who had a Stoger and then ended up getting a Benelli, but they said they carry their Stoger with them because it's just like they could probably drop it in the water, pick it up, and it probably shoot just fine. Yeah, it's tough. Stoger's a good gun, brand mm-hmm. wise. Sell a lot of those. Good uh, bang, cost. Good bang for your buck. Yeah, good cost. Probably the best price, cost-effective gun mm-hmm. to get a, a, a you know something that's worth a lot for a, a pretty good price tag. Stoger's a good option, three thousand or thirty-five hundred. Uh, they make 
a slew of pump guns as well, P3000s, P3500s. They make turkey guns and snow goose guns and uh, all kinds of stuff. So Stoger's a good line. Benelli USA, if you send a gun back, send it to Benelli. They're uh, good uh, good options in the Stoger. That's kind of the top brands. Outside of those brands, we still sell uh, Mossberg, of course. We sell Remington. We sell Weatherby. We sell... Charles Daly. Uh, Charles Daly and TriStars and a lot of other stuff. So um, the brands that we kind of discussed were um, uh, kind of the main bread and butter, but that's uh, a lot of other brands out there, but the ones we mentioned kind of hitting the high spots. Always, we mentioned last time about the waiters, always welcome to come by here. Call us, email us. Uh, I would say Facebook messages, but social media gets kind of crazy sometimes, so don't rely on Facebook Messenger. But uh, email call or come by if you have any more questions about any of these other guns and we'll uh we'll try to answer them uh the best we can choke tubes i will talk more about choke tubes we're here we're our time's running thin but we carry kicks as far as aftermarket tubes kicks pattern master and uh jebs and carlson's and rob roberts and rob roberts choke tubes now uh while we're on rob roberts we'll now I posted this picture on social media, but I, 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 I my, on my personal He's page, his words. on my personal page, I said, I don't really, I see so many shotguns and guns. I don't get excited about a lot of them, but when I get excited about a shotgun, it's because it's like really cool. And, uh, this is one of those Rob Roberts custom. I don't want to hit this microphone stand cause it will fall over. Uh, Rob Roberts custom gun. So we're a Rob Roberts dealer. I don't know if you can see this or not. This, uh, this is a Benelli SB3 12-gauge that I got. And I'll show you. I don't know if you can see that or not. The Spring Hill Outfitters logo laser engraved in the stock. And uh, this came in this past week. We've got some more coming in, hopefully, later this week or next week. But um, if you want one of these, if you have a gun at home, that you want us to send off, we can show you the options. This has the Rob Roberts choke tubes, the tactical uh, bolt handle, the Rob Roberts slammer button, full coat, and then laser engraving the stock. So lots of things that we can do through Rob Roberts. Uh, just bring the gun by. We'll have a few of them on stock, hopefully again. Here soon. Here soon. But in the meantime... Love our Rob Roberts guns. Uh, choke tubes, Christmas shopping, we'll skip that. Uh, 12 Days of Christmas is going on. To find out more about that, head over to our social media. Long story short, today we're on like day, day two. two. So every day between now and December the 12th, we'll have different specials on SpringHillOutfitters.com where you can save big moolah, big money, big savings at SpringHillOutfitters.com. <laughs> So make sure you follow us on Facebook and keep an eye on our website. For those, Santa's going to be here December the 18th, which is not very far away. It's a Sunday afternoon. We'll be up at 1 to 6. Come by and see the big man himself. <laughs> Me. And Santa Claus will be here, too. <laughs> Santa Claus will be here, too, from 2 to 4. Surprise. Trent's uh, playing Santa. I am Santa. Uh, Christmas Eve, we're open. That's the Saturday this year. So we're open. The 18th and then every day through Christmas Eve, of course. Uh, lots of new stuff in the store. Uh, we mentioned the Bahio sunglasses last week. They came out like on Black Friday. And we have Leopold sunglasses. We have a lot of 
new guns that are hitting the shelf every day. And even though we're kind of mid hunting season, we're having still some back order stuff come in, uh, back orders from uh, decoy wise, some new duck decoys, Sitka clothing, all that kind of stuff is uh, rolling in every day. So uh, come by and see us or visit us at springhilloutfitters.com. Check out what we got. Anything else we missed? That's it. Uh, Christmas will be here soon. So if you're in the area, stop by and shop with us. If not, springhilloutfitters.com. We'll ship it right to your home. And you can sit at home and not even get out of your lazy boy. We'll send it right to the house. I always thank Joe for what he does, Joe Gilly Productions. Thank you, Joe. Much love. Uh, Lights on Cinnamon Teal. Check him out on Facebook and go by and check him out. Oh, I forgot to mention, I knew I brought my my cup as a reminder. And I wrote a note, and I still forgot. Yeti, uh, next week you'll notice this king crab orange. Uh, We have secured some hard-to-get some new and some older Yeti stuff that will be here next week if all goes well. Some of those will be in the king crab orange, probably the most popular color Yeti's done that I know of ever in coolers and cups. King crab orange was flying off the shelf. We have a couple of coolers coming, and we have some 20-ounce cups and 30-ounce cups coming in king crab orange. We also have the new uh, – you see it on Yeti.com. We'll have a few of them coming in. That I think it's called a Yeti Tundra decoy, but it's a pretty much a tan – bottom and the highlands olive which is like an olive green lid and a roadie and a 65 and the yeti sticker is like a camo, camo. sticker which is really cool uh, should be the same price as a regular color coolers they'll be here next week as well so if you're looking some hard to get stuff for christmas that people may be wanting haven't been able to find in a while uh check us out here we'll put it on social media when they come in next week but uh other than that facebook instagram spring hill outfitters YouTube, looking for Taking It Outside. Listen to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. You could just search for Taking It Outside. Make sure you rate and review, please. That's how we get paid all the millions of dollars. Review if it's good. Yeah, good reviews. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say nothing at all. If you can't be nice, just be quiet. Yep. That's there. Uh, thank y'all. We're going to be here, try to be here every Friday between now and Christmas, and may have even a Christmas special Christmas week edition. Uh, there is some rumors. Hopefully, we're going to take all this podcast stuff down to Hyde County uh, here in the next few weeks, as well as uh, maybe even take it to uh, a couple of buying shows. We're going to be going to a lot of buying shows coming up in the next few weeks and months. And if we can lug all this stuff to, to Las Vegas, do some stuff at SHOT Show in Las Vegas as well as Kansas. I don't know if I trust it going to our Kansas with Miss Ashley or not, so it's probably not going to make that trip. But, Rude. Uh, I'm going to start my own podcast. Call it what? Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> Every Friday, tune in for a new episode. Thank y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate it a lot. We always love this time of year, love Christmas, and love being busy, and love y'all coming and talking and telling stories and asking questions. So come on by. Uh, check us out, springlightfitters.com here in the store. Uh, We're going to go and get back to selling stuff. But until next week, don't forget to take it outside. Mm